Welcome, welcome to Rise to the Top, a college football betting podcast with your host and number one college football handicapper, Freddie Wills. Hey guys, Freddie Wills here from FreddieWills.com, another podcast for this week, uh, breaking down last week's college football and uh, you know some value plays for this week and what it means from a betting perspective. We'll go over a bunch of games here. Um, also recap my week, which was, you know, compared to last week, it was pretty dreadful. Uh, we were able to at least salvage a little bit, some profit back with uh, betting on the Titans last night, a rare Tuesday night football game, which was nice because it was my birthday. Uh, otherwise, I would have had this podcast out sooner. But uh, overall, 5-9, and nine, minus 9.6% for myself and my clients, uh, you know, uh, still up on the season, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I always tell you guys when I win or lose, you know, it's a number one priority for me is to be transparent. Um, that's why I release all my plays one minute after kickoff. And, and sometimes the, the plays are before kickoff when, you know, most of these kickoffs are late anyways. Um, so make sure you check that out, freddywills.com or my on my Twitter account. You can track it there as well. Um, so... Minus nine turnover margin in all the games that I bet this week. So again, I, I it, for whatever reason I can't get away from that. I'm just waiting for one week where I'm positive in turnover margin. That would be fantastic. Uh, but you know, listen, you can't make excuses. Even though I just did, uh, I hate when people say that they can't make excuses after they make an excuse. Uh, so I apologize for that. But uh, three and five in college, minus two point seven percent, which is where we're going to focus our efforts on this podcast. So let's just get into some of the games and. Uh, listen, we started the week on, on, on Thursday nighter. Houston minus six and a half over Tulane uh, was a winner. Uh, despite their best effort, Houston had five turnovers. Uh, they were still able to cover the spread with ease by 11 and a half points in margin. Houston was plus 265 yards in the game. They started the game by giving up two defensive touchdowns. You know, I think that creates some value this week on Houston. Uh, you know, against 4-0 against the spread team in BYU, a team getting 66% of the action this week. Houston plus 4.5 on my lean list. They're, they're home for this game as well. BYU, in my opinion, inflated in the market. They really haven't played anybody. Uh, you know, they've won and covered in dominating fashion, but I think that only leads to an inflated line. Huge game this week for Houston. Uh, my only worry would be that Houston had five turnovers, and can they clean it up in a short period of time? I also think they have a lot more film on BYU and what BYU wants to do uh, rather than what, you know, BYU has on Houston. So, um, you know, and I, I don't I don't think Sataki's that great of a, a coach at BYU uh, compared to the previous one they had in Bronco Mendenhall. So I don't, you know, them covering as a favorite, I, I'm not so sure. I, I know everyone um, – Thinks Zach Wilson is is going to be you know the number two quarterback taken after Trevor Lawrence, um, although I, th- I think Justin Fields will have something to say about that. But uh, uh, strong lean towards Houston this week. Uh, Friday night we had Louisville, but again three turnovers. A big reason why Louisville lost that game, and and we did not cover the spread. L- Louisville was actually dominant nearly 37 minutes in time of possession. They were plus 31 yards. You know, I believe we we have value on Louisville this week as a 17.5 point dog. Louisville now 1-3 against the spread, facing a Notre Dame team that's 3-0 against the spread. Uh, so Georgia Tech gets a tough task. Uh, that's the team that Louisville played last week, uh, facing Clemson the week after 
they beat Miami, and I think Clemson's just going to start to roll here. Uh, Georgia Tech, a 27-point dog. I, I, I see, you know, they played a clean game with turnovers, and I mentioned on my podcast last week that Georgia Tech's going to uh, pull some upsets when they can play a clean game. They hadn't done it. Uh, thus far until last game where they were plus three in turnover margin against Louisville. So that was the reason why they beat Louisville. Um, and um, listen, I don't, I don't think they're going to play a clean game against Clemson. I think their defense is going to have their hands full. I, you know, I, I think Clemson's going to roll again. I haven't released it as a, a possible play yet. want to dig into it a little bit more. Um, but speaking of Clemson, Clemson was my premium pick newsletter play. Uh, so if you're not subscribed to that, it's three and one. Uh, and won so far in the season. So lots of profits over there. Just head on over to freddywills.com and you can subscribe right at the top of the screen. Uh, it's one email, one per week. You're getting one premium play uh, that I that most clients pay for. So make sure you head on over to freddywills.com to subscribe to that. Uh, so this past week it was Clemson minus 14, which was my highest rated play of the week. Probably the best call. Um, Clemson's defense held Miami to just 200 yards of offense in this game. You know, I mentioned in my, in my, um, analysis that, uh, Derek King, he, he had made 20 career college football starts, which really isn't that many. And in those 20 starts, he's only seen three top 50 defenses. And of course, Clemson shut him down as I expect they would. I mean, he had like 83 yards rushing, but, uh, I mean, one, one was on one big play. Um, this game really wasn't even close as the final indicated. And I'll get to that in a second, but, uh, yeah, just three top 50 defenses that he had faced. And of those three, none of them were power five, uh, defenses. So I think the best defense he had faced was Fresno state a couple years ago. Um, and, and they held him in check. So, um, that was part of my handicap. Um, you know, this game, obviously Clemson, it, it was an easy cover, uh, but it wouldn't be betting if we didn't have some drama at some point in the game uh, to make us feel a little unlucky. Um, we're up 21-3. to Clemson's going to kick a long field goal before the half. I really don't understand why. Um, uh, my, Miami had a returner back there to take it back, uh, but it gets blocked, and Miami returns at 48 yards for a touchdown to make it 21-10 to at the half. Uh, you know, but luckily Clemson is a well-coached team. Uh, they were able to respond to that adversity. Uh, you know, I think it, in, in a way it was a positive. Uh, you know, Dabo took the, the blame for the decision to go for the long field goal. And um, his t- team came out in the second half and, and dominated. So uh, the big question here is how does Miami rebound? Uh, because although Miami is back, and, and I don't know if the players actually believed it or not, if they believed they were going to beat Clemson, uh, I believe that they probably thought they had a chance. Um, but there was some noise in their, in their stats and a lot of red flags on their way to that three, and zero start. Um, you know, I, I don't know that Miami rebounds. Um, I don't like their coaches and even in my handicap, Rick Lashley. And I know a lot of people are saying he's a really good offensive coordinator. Uh, there's a reason this guy was the offensive coordinator just a few years ago at fucking UConn, UConn, Connecticut, the state I live in. Um, I know a thing or two about him. I I get that he came from uh, Gus Melzahn's tree. He was over at Auburn, and that's you know that makes everyone um, get hard or whatever. But um, listen, I, I'm pretty sure Gus Melzahn was calling those plays back then when they had two top ten def- uh, defense uh, offenses. Um, he Rick Lashley really hasn't put out solid offenses until last year at SMU where they ranked 31st. Um, so. I, I, me, I'm, I'm going to continue to fade Miami. Look, Hey, Derek King gets to go against another 
top 50 defense in the Power 5, probably a top 20, borderline top 10 defense in Pitt this week. Uh, Pitt really controlled Cunningham, a mobile quarterback, uh, in their last game. Um, so Derek King comes in here. We'll, we'll see. Um, uh, they, they open up as an 11 point favorite now down to 10 at some spots. And, you know, I lean towards Pitt, uh, Pitt does have a potential look ahead spot to Notre Dame, but I think they'll be focused on Miami here. Uh, so back to some of the other games that came out. So that was one of the positives from the week weekend uh, for college football. Here's a, here, here's a negative. Saturday's free pick on Syracuse plus one. I did a free pick podcast on Friday, and I'll be doing again this week. So make sure you guys subscribe. Um, I, I gave out Syracuse plus one as a loser. Uh, we're now 74 and 55 over our last 129 free sports picks. Uh, Syracuse's defense did not show up. They gave up 645 yards in this game. Uh, and despite being plus three in turnover margin, a game where, you know, I handicapped, I said on my podcast that, you know, I thought there was a really good shot that Syracuse would win the turnover battle. And if you win the turnover battle, you cover a lot of spreads. Uh, unfortunately that didn't work out for us here. Um, you know, and now Duke's Duke's getting some credit here. They're, they're only a four and a half point dog against NC state on the road. Uh, NC State already having some big upsets this year. They look like they've really turned that program around. And they beat Virginia this past week as a double-digit dog, 38-21. to um, I had that game on for a little bit. I, I believe their uh, starting quarterback got hurt, injured, injured early for Virginia. So uh, no lean in that game. I'll definitely be looking at it, though. Uh, moving on, another early game on Saturday that uh, I felt really good going into to it because uh, we gave out Virginia Tech plus 4.5 earlier in the week. And again, that again, that's what it pays to subscribe to some of uh, my packages. Uh, and right now, I have a fifty nine dollars. You get college and pro football this week. You're gonna get over ten picks. Uh, we had fourteen picks last week. Um, fifty nine dollars guaranteed profit or your money back. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Um, the reason I say get it now is because you know I'll release plays, and if you go and buy them a couple days later, the line has changed. So. Um, Virginia Tech plus four and a half. Uh, we beat the closing uh, market by one and a half points as this closed at three. Uh, you know, but Virginia Tech's defense did not show up. Uh, they go down twenty-one nothing in this game, and you know, part of my handicap was Herndon Hooker at quarterback for Tech. Uh, he didn't start and, and didn't come into the game until they were down three scores. Uh, the score the rest of the way, forty-five to thirty-five, Virginia Tech. Uh, Tech still. Still getting credit this week as an 11-point favorite against BC. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that one. Uh, while North Carolina opened up as an 8-point favorite, now 13-and-a-half at Florida State. I think that's pretty spot on. I think a lot of people are going to bet North Carolina. I just don't have the heart to bet Florida State, so I'm passing. Uh, so the Red River rivalry, or uh, as I, I heard, I, I got a kick out of this. Uh, I heard some people calling it, some fans calling it the Red River recession uh, for Texas and Oklahoma, because uh, obviously both programs. I mean, uh, listen, they're they're not in the national title picture. Um, I know Oklahoma's made the college football playoff the last few years, but uh, no one's really taken these two teams seriously. Uh, this is a great game. It's in, it, I enjoy watching it because I feel like it's old school. Uh, college football, I feel like uh, there's a lot of tradition, and I, I feel like we, we've lost some of the tradition over the years. Uh, it's only going to get worse and worse um, as some of these college athletes start to get paid. Uh, that's another debate for another day. Maybe I should do a podcast on that. Uh, but anyways, another game where you know I thought I had great 
value in the number. Texas plus three. It was a late addition to the card. Uh, you know, I was looking all week to to add Texas to a teaser leg at plus eight and a half, which you know, which would have cashed over this bet. Uh, but when it hit plus three, I decided to take it. Uh, this game went to three overtimes. Honestly, it looked like Texas just ran out of plays in overtime because uh, they just they just started running with Ellinger on every play. Um, you know, they missed a field goal, and then Oklahoma missed a chip shot, which would have given us a push in this game. You know, at that point, I knew we probably weren't covering. <laughs> Not to be negative, but that, that that's typically that's happened to me too many times. Um, but maybe I, I thought about it. Maybe I'm only remembering because would I remember a win in that case or would I be more likely to remember a loss, something negative in that case? Uh, probably that that's probably the case. Um, but <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, yeah, obviously Oklahoma went on to win that game by eight. Um, both time, both teams have buys this week and I, you know, I'm not sure what to do with either of these teams after this past week. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll leave that for next podcast. Uh, a winning play uh, on the day for me was Georgia minus 12. Uh, listen, Georgia really dominated the game and I, I felt my handicap was spot on. Um, listen, hit, again, the drama right to, right off the bat. Um, it's, it's like the gambling gods don't want some, some weeks, you know, some weeks it's the other way around, but it's like, they, they didn't want me to have a relaxing Saturday. So right, right away, um, Bennett fumbled to start the game. It was recovered in the end zone by Tennessee for a touchdown. Um, but in the second half, it was all Georgia outscoring Tennessee 27 to nothing. Uh, this is really how I visioned this game. Um, for them being creating havoc, forcing turnovers on uh, Guarantano. Um, you know, so I, that, that game was exactly how I saw it. Now they go on the road to face Alabama. Uh, six and a half point dog. Uh, it opened up at six. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm high on this Georgia team, even with the quarterback that, uh, no one really knows about. Um, you know, I would, I would wait for the seven, seven and a half. Um, I, I do lean Georgia in that game, but, uh, may not play it. Uh, and listen, Tennessee gets Kentucky. They're six point favorites. You know, I'll probably pass. I've been really unlucky on every Kentucky game this year, as you guys know. Um, if you, if you do track uh, my releases or if you're a client listening to this podcast, I added Mississippi State late on the money line, plus 130. Once the weather cleared up, uh, weather was not uh, impacting this game, so Mississippi State was going to be able to throw the ball. I thought we had some good value based on Kentucky's struggles to defend the pass, as well as Mississippi State's strength on defense to defend the run. Uh, in, in, in a way, we were spot on with the Mississippi State uh, play because they held Kentucky to 84 yards rushing and 157 total yards. Now you tell me you hold a team to 157 total fucking yards and you're not going to win that game. Uh, well, they didn't uh, because they turned the ball over. They had six interceptions, many that came when they were driving in the red zone. Uh, so now 0-3 in Kentucky games. And honest, Honestly, I try not to be biased. Obviously, I'm going to have a natural bias because I bet on the games. But all Kentucky, the first two games I bet Kentucky, this game I faded Kentucky, I, I thought all three were completely misleading. I thought uh, if you throw out the score and you look at the box score or even watch the game, you, I mean, I should be 3-0. and I'm just being honest. Uh, very unlucky in the Kentucky games. I don't know if I have the heart to, to, to bet them <laughs> A Kentucky game for a while. I said that last week. Um, I said I wouldn't back Kentucky, uh, and I didn't this past week. I backed Mississippi State. I thought there was value in the line. I thought it was spot on. Um, and, and watching the game, it, it confirmed that I, I thought that you know 
you know, I was spot on. I, I didn't think Mississippi State played well by any means, but um, you on offense, I, I, you hold the team to 157 yards, and you don't win that game. Um, I think uh, I, not over 90% of the time you're going to win that game. Uh, I don't know what what else to make of it. But uh, listen, Mississippi State now faces Texas A&M, who's off a shocker over Florida this week. You know, you know, I would think A&M found some confidence beating a big time team, a top four team, and I, I think they, I think they build off of that. Uh, not sure at this moment of the time uh, of the week if I'm gonna, you know, play A&M in this game. I, I might tease it down because it's at seven and a half. Uh, listen, I, Mississippi State. I mean, I gotta look at uh, Jimbo if he's seen the air raid offense and, and that sort of thing, and what type of defense A&M faces because. Uh, it's not looking good for Mississippi State right now. Uh, some other key games that I, you know, I didn't bet on that we can talk about here. Um, LSU in Missouri. That game went back and forth uh, uh, with a goal line stand by Missouri at the end of the game, uh, if you want to call it that. I, I think the LSU receiver dropped the ball. Uh, you know, this game was moved to Missouri after the hurricane, which saw the line move from twenty and a half to fourteen and a half. Um, I actually lean Missouri, but uh, the game like. I couldn't find a lot of information out about 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 it, so I, I just didn't I just didn't play it. Missouri plus 170 yards in this one. Uh, you know they were able to cover the spread spread and win outright despite minus three turnovers in the game. I think we're gonna maybe have some value on Missouri moving forward because of that. LSU heads to Florida as in an 11 and a half point dog, while Missouri's game was postponed against uh, Vanderbilt. So we'll have to wait on Missouri. Uh, hopefully some people forget how they looked against LSU. But, uh, you know, Florida this week should be able to put up a ton of points on LSU this week. Um, you know, I, I don't think uh, Florida's defense will be fixed, unfortunately. Uh, and there's already reports out there that Florida had five players tested positive for COVID. Uh, so I'm actually wondering if that game even happens. Uh, to be honest, it might have already been postponed. So as of right now, it hasn't been postponed. But uh, so that that that's interesting. Uh, I don't think I can back Florida here, even though I think they can put up a ton of points again, just because I don't trust their defense. I also, I mean, where is their mindset after that loss uh, to A&M? I, and this is another SEC West game, so it's not important the standings. They have more important games uh, coming up. I mean, they can't afford to lose another one. Uh, but, I mean, I, I feel like their, their chances of an undefeated season – uh, those dreams have been crushed. I think if they run the table, obviously they'll be in the college football playoff, but I just don't know where their minds are to cover a double digit spread. So, um, I don't believe, uh, never say never, but I don't believe I'll be having a ticket on Florida this week. Another key game here, Arkansas hung with Auburn losing by two. You know, I, I know there was controversy at the end of the game. Uh, a Bonix spiked the ball after it hit the ground and Arkansas argued it, it should have been a fumble. Um, I don't really know the rule. I wasn't watching it. I, I saw it without sound. So, uh, and not having money, I didn't really go back to find out what happened. But Auburn kicked the game winner after that. And um, you know, Auburn, I, I feel like they're being downgraded by a lot of people now. Uh, just a three-point favorite on the road against South Carolina, which means, uh, you know, again, a significant downgrade. Arkansas will get Ole Miss as a three-point home dog. Uh, Arkansas seems legit. Uh, listen, they, they've, they've been, uh, right there in games, uh, pulled upset over Mississippi state, which doesn't look as good. Uh, but, uh, they look like they're going to be competitive. Uh, Ole Miss just came off a game against Alabama where, you know, 
They had to give a ton of effort to pull the upset. Obviously, Lane Kiffin playing his old coach. Uh, and anytime you go up against Alabama, I, I think they they put it all hands on deck to, to get that game. And now they got to go on the road again uh, to play Arkansas, um, a team that I think uh, playing with a chip on their shoulder right now. Um, I don't know if I'll play that game because – Ole Miss is a dangerous offense, uh, but right now I, I do lean Arkansas on that game as a home dog. Um, so that, that wraps up the games. I really can't wait for the Big Ten to start next week, so uh, that's going to be in some more games. We're going to be having games go into uh, you know much later than previously, so I'm very excited about this uh, season. Uh, so it's, it's not too late to pick up my packages, and honestly, they're discounted quite a bit. You can get the rest of college football season, $299. Uh, I've had eight of 11 profitable seasons. You can pick it up with NFL when you combine the two over the last 11 years. Uh, I've averaged 27% return on investment. What does that mean? Uh, so if you're you're a thousand dollar player, um, or let's just let's just say your bankroll is ten thousand uh, dollars. So over the last 11 years, you would have averaged a return on investment of twenty seven hundred dollars. So at the end of the year. On average, yearly average, your bank, your your uh, play, players account would have twelve thousand seven hundred dollars in it. Um, so a profit of twenty seven hundred dollars. That's on average. There's been some years where we killed it. There's been three seasons we've had a losing season. So I think it's worth the investment of three ninety nine uh, again, and it's guaranteed profit. Or next season is free. Uh, that's for NFL and college. Uh, you get all my max play of the days. Uh, my max NFL play of the days. Uh, have been just three and zero this year, sixty one and thirty two over my last ninety three, well over sixty percent, and uh, that dates back to twenty fifteen uh, for a sample size. So again, make sure you check it out. Uh, already having a great NFL season, and uh, if you just want this week's picks, all my premium plays, fifty nine dollars guaranteed profit or your money back. Uh, and again, I play all these, and uh, you know, obviously. All my plays released in in my pick forum, my pick record table, and on Twitter. So make sure you check it out at freddywills.com. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. I appreciate it. Subscribe to Freddie's Premium Sports Picks Newsletter. Free at freddywills.com.